You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the leading SEO, pay-per-click, social media, content marketing, and email marketing authorities come to share their secrets. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, OneClick Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, OneClick Lindsay, and today we're going to be talking about an awesome topic called influencer marketing. And we have an expert on today. His name is Jason Quay. He is a growth strategist for Client Boost and Content Marketer IO. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thanks for having me here, Lindsay. Yes. First things first. What is influencer marketing? Do tell us what that is. Yeah. So influencer marketing is about working with influential people in your industry and finding different ways where you'd be able to help each other out and be able to use the reach that the influencers already have um, to grow your own business or whatever project you're working on. Awesome. Okay. So can you, can you give us some examples of that? Yeah. So one of the new startups that I'm working on is called Decibyte. It's a web hosting startup for uh, internet entrepreneurs who are looking to optimize their site for traffic and conversions. And one of the things that we're working on right now is creating a marketing guide. And instead of us creating the guides, um, because there's a lot of people that have already created awesome marketing guides out there, we're going to create a, um, we have a curated list of all those different marketing guides and we'll let those different influencers know about it. And um, for some of them, if that's interesting to them, they can then share it with their audience on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or wherever they may be. So is it an index of marketing guides then? Yeah, in a sense. Um, so if somebody wants to learn more about link building, um, they can go on there and see uh, the different guides from those like Neil Patel, Ross Hudgens, or maybe uh, if they want to learn more about how to um, grow their blog from zero to 10,000 um, visitors per month, um, you can see different articles on there from uh, Benji Hayam, as well as Nat Eliason from Sumami and a few others. That sounds pretty cool. So, and we're going to get into a little bit more about you, but I wanted I wanted people's interest to be sparked a bit about influencer marketing. So, what's the difference between what you're telling me of that and like creating like it's been a long-term ter- thing for search engine optimization folks to create a really long blog, blog post and actually like get quotes from other people and like kind of make it a, a, a round table post. Is it similar to that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When so I say that? the classic example I think you're referring to is the expert roundup. Uh-huh. And um, in a sense, the expert roundup works still very well. Uh, the challenge really is just it just seems like it's all been overdone. And so um, yeah. my sense is a lot of marketers, uh, while still interested in helping out, um, they just get kind of tired of that same idea. So what I have ended up doing is just thinking about what are some different ways we could still help each other out but reformat it. So let's say instead I create a full article, I can actually – um, include in different quotes from different influencers. Our example, I uh, got an article on Sumumi where it includes the contributions from um, 
uh, Steli Efti from Close.io, uh, Sid from Thinkific, uh, Will Harris over at Cellbrite, and many other different influencers. Uh, also working with um, Nadia over at Vengage, and uh, she's creating an awesome uh, infographic that she uh, <laughs> created for this article. And, uh, you know, all of us together can create something a whole lot better than just one person individually because we have different experiences, we have uh, different perspectives, some can see things that I may miss, and different things like that. And now that you have that involvement, uh, they're a lot more likely to want to participate and help share it because um, they're interested in wanting to get the word out just as much as you are. And uh, this is an idea that I actually uh, got from Lee Odin over at uh, Top Rank Marketing. And it's just all about figuring out different ways that you can get them involved with your project. That makes sense. So do you, um, so I think that's really like why those expert roundup posts are so difficult for some because it's really hard to get the influencers in, like they won't they don't have time to write everyone a quote or everyone a paragraph for all of their expert roundups. So on when you're doing influencer marketing, are you saying that we need their participation or do I go out and find find a topic, find the best influencers in that topic and kind of bring bring something in and once I make this wonderful index or document then I share it or do I need them in on it to begin with? Yeah, so there's multiple ways to do it. And, and I think, uh, to be clear, extra roundups can still work as they've traditionally been done. I think what the difference is between um, the approach that I had mentioned where I had uh, different people uh, included with uh, the article that I had written is that I already have shown those different influencers that I've done a lot of work, that I'm contributing mm-hmm. a lot of value already. And then they're coming in and they know that they can add even more valuable value to it. I love it. I love it. If you want to do the expert roundup, um, the biggest thing you've got to be able to communicate to them is what is that value that you're going to provide? You know, so are you going to do an expert roundup on your new site that you have just started? Okay, you know, that might not really get that kind of traction that they're really interested in because it's not going to really move the needle for them. But on the other side, let's say if you do an expert roundup for a larger blog or if you're a reporter and you're doing it for, say, you know, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc., and any of those bigger sites, um, that provides value to them right there and they're a lot more likely to want to get on board because they know this is something that's going to be worth their time. Love it. I love it. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about Jason because your bio is shorter than I'm used to. So I want to know your background, what you're doing now, how you make money, those kind of things. Talk to me. Yeah, so I originally went to Bible school, and um, while I was in uh, going to Moody Bible Institute, I was uh, just doing some odd-end things here and there. Initially, um, I was just finding some different items that I found online, and I was selling them uh, at full retail price on eBay. And uh, this ended up exploding into a full business. I ended up um, starting that in 2011, 
and the following year I ended up doing over 211,000 in revenue and um what I realized though <laughs> along the way That's impressive. That is impressive. Thank you. By the way. Uh to be clear though that it is um uh, doing some job shipping so those numbers are a little bit easier to be able to reach than um say if somebody were to be creating the product or um sourcing it but anyway regardless it's still impressive thank you um so i realized though during that time that i needed to learn about business because i had gone to school for bible and so i began to pour over everything that i could find um and I realized that I kept gravitating towards internet marketing. And I, I kept reading things from those like Larry Kim, uh, from Murray Newlands, uh, John Rampton. Um, there's tons of different people out there. And I was just reading all their different stuff, and I loved it. Um, then as I continued to learn more and more about the world of internet marketing, um, I kept uh, finding more and more of what the things that I was gravitating towards. And because I really enjoy being able to build different relationships with people, I realized that influencer marketing was something that I could, I felt that I could do well. So I started uh, dabbling with it. Um, I ended up writing an article on the top 100 SEO experts to follow. And I ended up launching it. And without having any email lists at all, um, all I did was just reach out to all of these different influencers um, and told them about it, said, hey, you know, I put your information here, I put your bio, I put one of the best resources I could find on you on that, um, you know, and it ended up getting over 1,800 shares in three days by doing that. Congratulations, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, that's really cool. So that was uh, kind of one of the big... Uh, turning points. And actually, that was even before I even realized I wanted to pursue influencer marketing. But uh, what ended up happening was Sujin Patel, who is one of your former guests, yep. um, he was on the list. And as I reached out to him, uh, he reached back and um, he said, hey, uh, I've got this new startup that I'm working on that would be able to help promote this type of content. And um, it's called Contamecker.io, and he's like, you know, here's a list of all the different emails. And um, he was able to get about, at that time, about two-thirds of them, but it only took him five minutes, what took me, I don't know, 12 to 15 hours. And as I, you know, started playing around with Content Marketer, I was like, you know, this is a pretty cool tool. Um, but what I ended up doing, though, was... As I started doing guest posts, I kept coming back to Sujin and saying, hey, here's the results that I did for you. you know. And so, for example, I wrote an article for Ashley Fox over at Mad Lemmings, and I included some different influencers in there, and I mentioned Content Marketer in there. I told Sujin about it, and then the following week, I um, asked Ashley, and I said, hey, uh, how did the traffic do compared to your usual posts? They said, well, it ended up doing about 214% uh, higher than I normally get after the first week. Dang. Yeah. I was That's the awesome. Same thing, too. So then I, I went to Sujin 
and I said, hey, um, I just uh, wrote this article. I included you guys in it, and here's the results that I got. And what this does is it tells him that the project he's doing works and works really well. And even if different influencers know that it already works, um, they want to know that people are actually implementing the things that they are doing and they're getting solid results. And so as Sujin and I kept building a relationship, um, I kept finding different ways that I could add value to him. I uh, connected him to a journalist who wrote an article about him on influencer marketing and growth hacking. I also um, connected him with a uh, another podcaster who talks about um, buying and selling websites like uh, some people buy and sell real estate. And after I had done that, Sujin came back to me and said, hey, what can I do for you? And initially, finally, right? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> and I mean, that, that wasn't my thought, you know, my main no, thing was but... just simply, I just wanted to um, help him out and just keep building the relationship. Cause I knew, you know, so awesome. if, you, yeah. if you build a relationship with people, it's going to come up at some point where they're going to be like, Hey, you know, this is what I can do for you. Yeah. Like this is the perfect fit for you. Or I talk to this person, like you'll be in the back of his head. Totally. So uh, at the time, I was looking for work, and my initial thought was just, hey, uh, I'd love to do an interview with you. I don't care you know, if it's Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur. Um, I can talk about content marketers, so that way you, know, you get it on there as well. Um, I just you know, would love to be able to do that. And my thought process was you know, I could do this, and so I could put it on my resume. And he's like, great, let's do an interview for Forbes. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, because he had the connections at Forbes, or are you saying you guys were going to do the interview and then submit it? Yeah, he's a contributor for Forbes Inc. an entrepreneur, so he can actually just he had the connections. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he um said, okay, you know, let's do this on Forbes, and so um. Uh, we were, you know, starting to work on that a bit. But uh, before that ended up happening, um, I ended up just um, praying about this a bit more and just thinking about it, you know, just like, okay, I'm still without a job. You know, what can I do? And I ended up uh, just getting this thought in my head. Well, you know, if I want to work with somebody who knows content marketing, who's got interest in influencer marketing, and who knows how to do you know a lot of different things and really knows their stuff. Sujin's a great guy. He's already primed. Let's figure out a way to see if I can work with him. So nice. I spent half a day um, poring over his LinkedIn uh, profile, over his about page, um, wrote a bunch of notes, and then I consolidated down and made a quick two-minute pitch. And I then um, uploaded it onto Google Drive, gave the link to him uh, in their email exchange, and I said, hey, look, you know, I was kind of um, a little hesitant to do this, but, you know, here's a pitch, a quick uh, two-minute pitch that I wanted to send to you. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts. And a few days rolled by, and I was like, man, well, I mean, whatever. You know, I've done it. Um, Let's, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, move on. And uh, he ended up getting back to me a few days after that, and he said, hey, sorry, I've been really busy. I've been going to a bunch of conferences. Um, Let's chat. That's awesome. You made your own job. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I guess you could say that. Very, very cool. And is that, I mean, that is the true power right there of influencer marketing, would you say? Yeah, no, totally. And so, I mean, you can use it to, you know, land your dream job. You can use it to um, be able to promote your articles. You can use it to uh, grow your startup Whatever it is, I found that influencer marketing is a key component that many people use, even if they don't realize it. You know, whether you're a big name blogger like John Morrow, or you're like Tim Ferriss and Ramit Sethi, you know, they do it all the time, and it is a powerful way to be able to grow at almost every time. Uh, every field of um, marketing can use some element of influencer marketing to make it that much more impactful. Okay, so where do we start? I, I'm, a, I'm a business, and we can just use any generic like service business or whatever. Where do I start? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So it's very important to first consider who is the type of influencers you want to work with? In the article that um, did for Sumumi, there's uh, five different types of influencers that I talk about. There are the celebrities that everybody knows about. Um, in the internet marketing world, that would be those like uh, Neil Patel or Rand Fishkin. Um, mm-hmm. There are those who are authorities, who are um, a little bit, smaller in their reach, but they're a lot easier to be able to uh, reach out to. There are journalists who write for different online publications, um, and they can be anywhere from a um, like the everyday blogger to a big-name celebrity. Uh, there are connectors who are um, a great way to be able to um, be a huge boom to your business because they love to connect people and find different ways they could help you out um, by connecting you with this guy or that person. Or there's also just the everyday bloggers who have their blog and they have and hold sway over their uh, audience that they've started to grow. Um, Each of those have their pros and cons. Um, And uh, I found that bloggers tend to be the easiest to be able to connect with right off the bat. Um, But each of them have different things that they're really interested in. So after you've kind of figured out, okay, here are the five different varieties of influencers. Um, what are they in- actually influential in? You know, it's, uh, for example, um, I really enjoy drinking tea. And same with Nat Eliason over at Sumumi. But our main audience is not really interested in following us as much about on tea. Now, uh, Nat, I think, has also a, a personal blog where he does talk about that a bit. But if you were to approach us and say, hey, um, can you talk to you know your different audience about tea? 
we can do that and there will be some people who will be interested in what we're doing just because they enjoy following everything that we do, but we're not going to hold the same sway as, say, um, another tea connoisseur who uh, writes prolifically about it, who knows the nuanced details of the different types of tea, the um, temperatures to boil the water and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a, a great uh, way to be able to figure out who is influential and in what different topics, um, there's uh, three different things that you can do. Um, you can use BuzzSumo. Um, so what I do is I go to BuzzSumo. You can, uh, on their homepage, plug in um, a couple keywords of your topic. So let's use example with T. Maybe you want to figure out uh, who's influential on that. So maybe I type in white tea or black tea or whatever it may be and just see uh, the different articles. Now, there are the people who write those different articles who are um, going to be influential, but there's also the people who share those particular articles. So you can actually, on BuzzSumo, click a button that says View Sharers, and you can see who are the specific people who have shared it and what kind of reach and impact that they may have. A second tool is called Follower Wonk. This was a tool created by uh, the team over at Moz. Well, actually, correction, it was acquired by the team at Moz. Mm, fair enough. Um, and this tool is mainly uh, focused on finding influential people in uh, on Twitter. And the way that I've used it is after I've been able to identify a couple of influencers in my niche, I um, plug in the Twitter handles of uh, two or three of them into FollowerWonk, and then you can actually see um, on uh, one of their tabs who it is that uh, they each share and who they follow. So, uh, for example, uh, I'll use the example again with uh, Nat, Eliason, and myself. Both of us have interest in uh, internet marketing. We have interest in um, startups and in growth and in entrepreneurship and reading books and reading or in drinking tea. And um, those are more than likely the types of people that we're also going to follow on Twitter. So when you click on the Compare Users tab, you'll be able to see those different people that we both uh, follow in common. Um, and from that, you can then look at those profiles of those Twitter users and see if they're the type of um, experts you want to connect with. Okay. Uh, the third tool is a new one that I just uh, recently uh, found out about. Um, Ash Reed, who is the editor over at Buffer, um, he's created his new um, tool. And what you can do with PostReach is you can, um, after you've logged into there, you can enter the URL of any blog post, whether it's your own and you want to find out more information about who's sharing your stuff, or you can also um, do this with, um, say, a competitor who's writing different articles. And then you can open it up and you can view the sharers and see all the awesome people who have helped amplify that post. So you can wow. see... Wow. Yeah. Uh, you can see, um, for example, 
um, Buffer, uh, you know, maybe they shared your article, and you see that they have a reach of um, almost 600,000. And uh, one thing that I really like about it, too, is that you can also see how the exact amount of people who retweeted it. Um, and so you can see a little bit better of who is actually um, a bit more relevant for this particular industry that you're working in. And so between those different tools, you can get a, a good list of different people who you want to reach out to and um, start building relationships with. Okay. And this, so this is before you write some amazing article to include these people to try to nudge them to share it. Then we have to, we have to nurture a relationship. Is that through Twitter? Is that through email? What is that through? Yeah. Great question. So, I mean, you can actually find different ways to be able to connect with them, you know, before the article is created, after the article is created. Um, one of the articles that I wrote on Content Marketer, uh, it's called How to Promote an Unsexy Article, and Boost shares, um, I think it was like 260%. Um, what I did was I was given the task by Sujin, and, and this was one of my first projects for him. Uh, where I had to connect with the different influencers in the big data space. And the article was already written. And so what I did was I went to BuzzSumo and uh, found those different people who were sharing that article. I used Content Marketer to find the email addresses of all those different people. And then I reached out to them and I said, hey, you know, I saw that you shared uh, this other similar article. Um, we just created an article that was like that and gave them a little bit of details about it. And would you be interested if I sent that over to you? And many of them were very interested. They shared it out, and it ended up going from, I think it was about 211 shares prior to me doing this, and then went up to about 700 right afterward. So Dang! Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, so you can do it either before or after. Uh, just kind of depends. Um, now, remind me again, sorry, your second question. I forgot that. Um, let's see. I think you answered them. I mean, my, I feel good. That was awesome. Um, my my final question is, I do have one more question because I only got four more minutes of your kindness time today. Um, so it seems like, tell me if this is true. This is my impression of what you're saying. Some people aren't talented in writing or patient or however you want to put it. And perhaps they don't have the time to write, say, like a 3,000 word article. But instead, you're, are you saying that maybe you don't have to write all of the unique content with all of the unique ideas, but instead you go out to influencers and you create a document that basically encapsulates all of what these influencers are saying and then you go and share it with them. So if you're not particularly great at writing or you don't have what you would call brand new ideas, this might be a really excellent avenue in order to reach influencers. Is that? Am I reading that wrong? It really... Um just kind of depends again from person to person. I hate to be kind of vague about it, but I've just seen it done uh, in so many different ways. ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, what I found to be the best is to figure out different things of what are these influencers really looking for and wanting? What is it mm -hmm. that's going to move the needle for them? 
So the article that I wrote for Sumami, the reason why so many are excited and wanting to help with it is Sumami already has a big presence. That was the first thing. The second thing was yeah. that I had already a lot of different things that I was putting in there, and I did as best as I could to drop as much knowledge bombs on that particular article. Now, did you pitch that to Sumo Me and say, I will write an article about this? And they were like, yeah, Jason's legit. We're going <laughs> to do that. Or how did that come about? Yeah. So I had already built a relationship with Nat and he was looking for different guest posters. So awesome. I did have that little bit of an in. But, um, you know, I, I also, because I knew that they were looking for different guest posters, I also told many of my different friends and um I tend to fall more onto that connector uh, type of influencers we talked about before. And I just told them, I was like, hey, um, you want to get on Sumami? Now is your opportunity. Uh, here's the information. Here's their guidelines. Uh, just email Nat. Just tell them, here's the different things that I'm wanting to work on and have at it. Um, so awesome. For those who have not really had that experience of doing guest posts, uh, there is a how-to guide that I've created over on Content Marketer you can check out. So if you just go over to the blog, you'll see in the upper right corner it just says how-to guides. And I put in there um, how to uh, do a guest post even if it's your first one. So awesome. Okay, my final, final question, I promise. And I did also so, remember, too, the, the other point about uh, – outreach to them. So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Thank you. Um, my, my final, final question, I swear, is so the whole purpose of this, again, is because most people's website, at least especially when they're first starting out their blogs and stuff, they do not get enough traffic mm -hmm. to even like build a decent size list in any quick way. Yeah. So we want to guest post, use influencers, blogs, or following to then get known by those people and hopefully there'll be a link back and people will be intrigued enough by your excellent articles <laughs> to click back to your website. Is that Does that sum up the benefits for us? Yeah, that's definitely a lot of the different things that influencer marketing can do. And, um, you know, if really I found that if there's a way to be able to find win-wins with them, um, usually they want to return the favor to you as well. Yeah, and not only that, but getting to know influencers can obviously just help you in so many ways, especially if you get, like my favorite type that you've mentioned are these amazing connectors. Like if you've ran into a connector in your life and you know you have, like these people are amazing and they just give, 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 give mm -hmm. connections of all sorts of things. That's how I've gotten a ton of guests on my podcast, you included. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, influencer marketing is, is definitely, you have to do a little, you should be doing a little bit of it, if not a lot of it, yeah. wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. And the way, uh, going back is, is in trying to connect with them. I found when you're trying to first, uh, get on the radar, uh, again, that's going to vary from, um, the different types of influencers, but, um, usually email is going to be the best for all of them. Everybody has an email. They're um, constantly looking for that and looking for new opportunities. Um, but you can also use Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. I personally like Twitter and LinkedIn. And Yeah, and LinkedIn doesn't seem so saturated. Like Twitter right. seems super saturated. Your email is kind of like 
I don't know. It's like you're in my business. Like, get out. <laughs> LinkedIn seems like a really good place to kind of do this. Wouldn't, would you say? That's yeah, just my impression. You know, I found uh, LinkedIn to be a lot more effective for myself than Twitter, but um, I've also used Twitter fairly effectively. Sujin loves Twitter himself, yeah. and he actually built um, another side tool to uh, Content Marketer called Notifier. Um, it has a free option in there for those who um, have different articles. And uh, you can use it to just simply notify people via Twitter. And uh, so you can use Twitter as well. Um, I, another guy who I know, Sol Orwell, um, he has uh, a recent site he started called sjo.com. And he actually um, uses Facebook and he uses it as a great way to connect different people. Um, but with all of those, I found... Uh, the value is being able to have that email initially, at least, um, because it's a lot easier to keep those conversations going with them and keep track of things. So, you know, for example, I may first connect with them over on LinkedIn, and after I've done that, then move it over to email because I can then keep that conversation going and constantly uh, be on their radar without, you know, pestering them too much either that makes sense all right i have used so much of your time today i'll probably have to ask for you to come back on in a couple of months but that being said um i'm going to give you a few minutes let us know how to reach you any giveaways you're giving or you can uh tell us about any anything you want my audience to do now is your time <laughs> all right well um my website is called the storyteller marketer and um i do have a special um, bonus for your readers, and you can go to um, storytellermarketer.com slash uh, one-click Lindsay. Nice. And um, I'll have that then there ready for uh, your particular readers. And uh, it, it is the five different tools that I've mainly used in finding people's email addresses. And um, because it is, you know, the, the effective way to... Um, connect with those different influencers, it's great to be able to know how do I actually get their email address. Um, yeah, and you can also connect with me on Twitter uh, at JD Quay. So J as in Jason, D as in David, Q-U-E-Y. And you can find me also on LinkedIn too. Awesome. Well, thank you again for your time, Jason. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on here, Lindsay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay from TrafficandLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.